and give. And of course, there's an acrostic. <laughs> and the acrostic is that we are to put God first, I becomes we, victories shared, an example of your action. But first, let me read the principle and the steps that go with give. Principle eight, yield myself to God to be used to bring this good news to others, both by my example and by my words. Happy are those who are persecuted because they do what God requires. That's from Matthew 5.10. And step 12, having had a spiritual experience as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message to others and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Brothers, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. But watch yourself, or you also may be tempted. That's from Galatians 6. So we're going to talk about give. And it isn't give as in money give. It's a state of being. So give is a way of living. We either are givers or we are takers. Right. Right. We are either the problem or we are the solution. Kind of goes hand in hand. One is one, one is the other. So in this case, we are going to be talking about how we can give what we have learned over the last 10 months. And so whether you started in January of last year, or you started in the middle of the year, or whatever you started, you've had some time to learn that we all are walking steps and principles to get to some place, right? I mean, if you take a step, you're going to go somewhere, right? And taking that step means that we have to do something. And we've all done something to be here tonight. We've all walked a walk. We have all survived some things in our lives. But one of the things we learned early on is that there's a God. And that if we accept God in our life, if we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, that we're not standing alone anymore. We're standing with someone, right? Jesus is standing right next to us. And as we walk that walk, we know that God is first. Right? Love the Lord your God above all things, right? And learn do what? Love your neighbor as yourself. Well, if you hate yourself, how can you love your neighbor? Right? We have to love our love God. God's love fills us, then we can love people, right? If we don't have God's love, we can't be filled, and we can't give to others. So what we've learned through these 10 months is that we can be loved by God. And that God can touch us where we're weak and hurting and help us to grow. So now we're to the point where we need to start thinking about ourselves, not just ourselves, but ourselves in relationship to the people around us in this world. And so we have to think about I, as in give, the I part, how that can become we 
How can that become other people? How can we get out of being self-focused and into focusing on where are other people in our life? And can we stand and walk alongside them like somebody has walked alongside us, as Jesus has walked alongside us? How can we do that? Well, it's a big question, isn't it? How can it become, go from, well, it's my recovery to we're in this all together. We're all recovering from something. It may not be drugs or alcohol. It may be situations in our life that have caused us to, to stumble. And we have to have people who walk alongside us. Now, sometimes that's your spouse, right? But what if you don't have a spouse? What if you don't have one? Well, there are other people that can walk alongside you. There are other people that become family for you, that become weak. And that's one of the things that we, we need to do. We need to come alongside each other. I think a couple of weeks ago or maybe a month ago, I said, we are family. This is all, we are together. In this together. We are helping each other through our recoveries. Together as a group. Well, that's the we. And how do we get there? Well, are there victories along the way? Are there things that you have learned about yourself, some things that excite you because I've survived this? You know, when I stand up, I say, well, this week I am struggling with, well, guess what? Next week it could be I'm struggling with something else. But who has come alongside of me to help me through those things that I was struggling with? You guys. Through prayer, through talking through being in small group with each other, you all come alongside of each other to help you through the next step. And then can you make an example of your actions? So what did I read to you tonight on the Bible reading? Did we read about how you're supposed to help each other and you're supposed to grow and you're supposed to Get excited about your growth and your direction in your life, right? But then it says, be careful that you don't do what? You don't stumble. Right? Be careful that you don't go backwards. Because we want to keep going forward. But does it happen sometimes that we go backwards? Yeah. Sometimes we do go backwards. And when we go backwards, what happens? Is there anybody there to help us out? Yeah. What happens when we, we fall and we don't live up to the way we, you know, we're going or the direction we're going? What happens? The people in our small group help us out, don't they? They they talk to us. Scripture does too. Yeah, Bob. Yeah, we do. We have to reach out. We can't, being alone and isolating, does that help us get out of what we're going into? Does it help you out of the muck and mire? You're, all, you're, you're sinking in quicksand, 
Will your own actions get you out of there? No. Somebody has to help you out, right? Now, physical, people can help you out, but also the word can help us, right? So reading God's word can help us. That's pretty clear. God's word is to help us out of the muck and the mire. Reach your hand up. Having Jesus in our heart, reach our hand up. God, was, well, God will be there to help us. So let's look at some scripture verses. First of all, let's look at God. It's the G standing for God. First, we'll look at Romans 8.32. It said, God did not even keep back his own son, but offered him for us all. He gave us his son. Will he not also freely give us all things? Right? He gives us. And we already said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. That is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is just like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. In Ecclesiastes, it says, two are better off than one because together they can work more effectively. If one of them falls down, the other can help him up. But if someone is alone, there is no, no one there to help him. Two men can resist an attack that would defeat one man. And I remember um, just recently Hank read about um, Deuteronomy, putting on the whole armor of God, and that how when soldiers would march together, they were they were clunked together. They were enmeshed. Their their armor was connected, so they went together as one large group. Well, one person alone doesn't do nearly as much as the whole group together moving forward in a line. So we are moving forward in a line together, all together. And how about our victories? Well, in Deuteronomy 11.2, it says, this is how it was for me. This is the experience of what happened to me. This is how I gained the strength to begin my recovery. And it's hope for you, which is, it tells us to remember that what we've learned about the Lord through our experience with him. In 2 Corinthians 1.3, it says, Give thanks to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the merciful Father, the God from whom all help comes. He helps us in all our troubles so that we are able to help others who have all kinds of troubles using the same help that we ourselves have received from God. So no matter what, we can share what has happened to us. And we have. Again, in our small groups, it's really one of the reasons we have the small groups is that we can have that time to share those life experiences and how those experiences have affected us, or how they've helped us grow, or how they have set us backwards. And if we need prayer, that's the time to ask for prayer with each other in our small group, or together at other times, that we can ask for prayer, right? Things are happening. Yeah? God didn't create 
the messes in our lives. He didn't cause us. He didn't control us and say, oh, you're going to go through, or you're going to be an alcoholic, or you're going to do this. But he can use every single one of those experiences in our lives. Everything that we have gone through, he can use in our lives to help us to be a blessing to somebody else, to help us to share with someone who then we can walk alongside, which means that that person can get the help that they need and come forward to you. Because the idea is we don't want to leave people behind. What did they say in the service? Never leave a never leave a buddy behind, right? We don't ever want to leave a buddy behind. And so those people in our life that are struggling with stuff, we don't want to leave them behind. We want to bring them along with us, right? Yeah. And to do that means that we have to share sometimes what our life is going through. Sometimes we have to share the things that have caused us to get through them. And sometimes we have to tell people, hey, this is causing some hurt. This isn't right. This part, did this didn't work when I tried to do it. And it's all right. That's what gives us peace. It's not about the offering. It's not about how much money you put in the offering. It's about how you live your life. Can you live your life in a way that you give back some of what you have gotten? Can you walk alongside and be a person? Can we move forward? Did the pasta get to you? <laughs> Did you so uh -huh. <laughs> Okay. Are there any questions or comments? 